and welcome back to the Across the Pod NFL podcast. The NFL season is just one day away as we look forward to another exciting season in the NFL. Today's episode is all about our week one preview and I'm host Andy and joined as ever by our Steelers fan Freddie Harper-Davis. How are you mate? Good Good morning, good evening all, depending on where we all are in the world. Um, yeah, but all is well here, looking forward to a new season and to be honest, this is the most excited I've been for a Steelers season for a very long time. So, uh, yeah, I think in general, this should be a good year. Um, feels quite open this year. It, it's felt like that for a couple of years now, but the AFC is so strong and the NFC is less so. But even so, I think it's going to be another really good year of professional football. I agree. I'm really looking forward to it. And like you, I've never been ever as excited as I am for this season for my own team. You know, we've never had this much hype going into a year. And I think that just overall league perspective, I think it's going to be very exciting. There's, you know, so many different narratives. Aaron Rodgers, a new team. There's the running back situation. There's, you know, so many different things are happening in the league. And I'm really looking forward to to seeing what happens. Um, and it kicks off, of course, with a cracker on Thursday Night Football um, in Kansas City, of course, as all, you know, all Super Bowl champions do on the first week. They're taking on the Detroit Lions. Um, so for you, Freddie, who's winning that one? Um. This is a tough one. Um, I, I mean, there's been a lot of hype over the Lions this off season, and everyone thinks they're going to go in and crush the NFC North. I'm not so sure. Um, they haven't proved it yet. Um, I'm one of these people that until I see the a team is able to deliver, I'm going to back you. Um, not quite seen that yet. Although to be honest, to get as close as they did to a playoff place last year, I'd be very surprised if they didn't at least get a wild card spot this coming year. Um, but they're going into Arrowhead against the Chiefs. Obviously, it looks like the Chiefs are going to be without Travis Kelsey. Um, but even so, um, you can never count out uh, a Chiefs offense that has Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. So, um, yeah, we might see a bit of Noah Gray at tight end. We might see a bit of the Sky Moore breakout. We know the Chiefs, they like to, they'll spread the load regardless of who's out on the field. Um, and I think it's their first home opener. I'd be surprised if they lost this. I, I I think as much as I like the Lions, this might be one game where they might just be a bit unlucky of having to get Arrowhead out of the way. So I, I'll go Chiefs, but I think the Lions will give them a game. Well, here comes the first shock of the episode. I'm going with the Lions to win this game. Um, and I thought this even before you know the Charles Travis Kelsey news came out. Um, I don't know what it is. Um, I just have this feeling that the Lions are going to surprise everyone. Now, I don't, whilst I think they're going to make the playoffs, I've mentioned in our predictions episode, I don't know, I could easily see them being the other way and being maybe one of the more underwhelming teams like the Denver last year, maybe, or Raiders. But I just think that, you know, with all the off-season hype, with the way they ended last season, they're going to go into this year with a lot of confidence, especially the first game. And I just think that, even more so with the fact that Kelsey could be out, um, I, I think there could be a shock on the cards. And I think we don't think we've seen, we saw last year, of course, we saw the, the Rams lose their first game of their season. And, you know, no one thought back then they'd have five wins. So I'm not saying the Chiefs will do that, but I think that we have seen occasionally shocks where the holders do lose their first game. Um, and maybe the emotional occasion gets them, I don't know. But, of course, it is their, not their first time winning it in recent years. But I'm, I think the Lions are going to shock the world, and I think they're going to they're gonna win this game. Um, moving on to week two, uh, our first lot of Sunday games, is the Atlanta Falcons hosting the Carolina Panthers. Freddie, who's winning that one? Hmm. Um. I, I. I must admit, I'm not that sold on the uh, on the Panthers just yet. Um. Obviously, Bryce Young's gone in there. He's the quarterback and starting on Sunday. 
um, in week one, should I add? Um, just to correct Andy there. <laughs> what did I Not say? <laughs> did I say week uh, two? But the uh, the the Falcons generally are my they're my team to watch this season i i'm intrigued by them i'm i'm not overly sold on desmond ridder but they filled him with talent all around um drake london i love um obviously they've brought in robinson the running back you've got algier you've got cordwell patterson you've got carl pitts there's lots of real talent on that offense that i'm very excited to see how that comes together um that's going to help ridder who again I, I i'm not convinced by but uh, from what people have said, the Falcons fans have said to me in preseason, they said they're pretty confident with him. So I, I think that offense is going to click and be better than we're expecting. Um, but on defense, they've added in players that I really like as well, particularly at safety. Um, they went and thankfully pinched one off the Bengals. So thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think the Falcons are a, a, a real, a real danger team. I, I, I think they want to watch in a, particularly weak division and they'll be too much for the Panthers so I've got Falcons to win this all the way all the day yeah I've got Falcons as well I mean this is despite me having the Panthers beating the Falcons to the NFC South I just think that um for rookie quarterback his first game it's going to be some teething problems I don't think it's going to hit the ground straight away and whilst you know I don't I don't think he's going to be as good as people think. I think that actually, I prefer CJ Stroud to to Bryce Young. I think that they still, I think they still will win the division. But I just think in this game, the Falcons have we're going to have too much of them, and I think they're going to they're going to get the win. Um, next up is the game in Cleveland as the Browns take on the Bengals. Oh yay! Two teams I absolutely love. Um, <laughs> well, this is difficult because. The AFC North is, without doubt, in my opinion, the strongest division in football. There's four very good teams in it. Um, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to say it's not. It's There's four good teams, three good quarterbacks, and one quarterback who has got the potential to be very good. So it's it, it's it's a strong division. Um, usually, you, you'd fancy the Bengals to be the favourites to win the division, um, but they've got a horrendous record against Cleveland, and this game is in Cleveland. Um so my theory is that the Browns will win this game. Um, probably not by much. I think it'll be a good game to watch again. I'm surprised it actually it's not on te- TV, but again, the Steelers 49ers is obviously a good game as well. So that's the pick of the games. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think Deshaun Watson and the Browns will pull this out the bag and get the win um, purely on form. Uh, but again, this is one I would love to watch. So I think it'll be a high scorer, but Browns winning by three. I've got the Browns as well. Um, I think the Bengals haven't got the best week one record in recent years, even with uh, the recent players they got like Burrow and Chase. I mean, they lost to you guys this time last year by three points. They barely beat the Vikings the year before. And I believe in 2020, I'm just going to get it up now, I believe they tied that game. Although they lost by three points against the Chargers. So I think that, um, you know, week one, especially the, I think these days, especially with the lack of preseason we see from the starters, I think we see a lot of teams have quite abnormal results the first week. I remember the Bills losing to Steelers a couple of years ago, you know, and the Jags, I think they lost the Texans last year, I believe it was, or did they tie or something? But I I think that it's... Sorry about that. Um, I think the... Yeah, January, I think there's a lot of anomalies in the first week, and I think that could be... Whilst I think the, I had the Browns finishing fourth in the AFC North in our predictions episode, and the Bengals winning it, I just think that um in this game, there may be a shock result, and I think we may see the Browns get the win. Um... Now, next game could be another one that you could see as potentially a shock result as the Jacksonville Jaguars travel to the Indianapolis Colts. Hmm. 
I, I don't think this will be a shock, personally. I think the Jags are way better than the Colts. I don't rate Anthony Richardson. I don't think he's anywhere near a starter level yet. Um, I mean, just watching him in college, you can see his accuracy is nowhere near good enough for NFL level. I think he's going to be one that will be good enough to play in the league. I'm just very surprised that the Colts brought him in to be a starter. But then actually seeing what the Colts have done at quarterback the last five years, perhaps I'm not so surprised. Um, it's not really the team I'd have thought would be the perfect place for him to go. Their roster is incredibly young. They've brought in a lot of young talent. Um, but the Jags, to me, look very complete. They look a really good team. I'm interested to see how Calvin Ridley does now. He's back from suspension. I'm interested to see how Travis Etienne gets on. I'm interested to see how Trevor Lawrence's development goes on. And also their defense as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think the Jags are another one of these teams in the AFC who could go on and win the Super Bowl. Uh, there's so many good teams in the AFC, or at least challenge the Chiefs. Um, but this game for me is a no contest. I think the Jags win this in a bit of a blowout, really. I agree completely. And you know, I, I, I like him a lot, Richardson, from obviously my college fandom. And I, I think that he will come good. And I love the fit in terms of the Shane Steichen, obviously someone who worked with closely as Jane Hurts, a very similar kind of quarterback. I think that's a good fit in that sense. But I don't think it's going to work with season one, especially week one and his first game as rookie. Same thing as Bryce Young, you know, and I think that it'll be a tough game for them. Um, and I think the Jags will get the win. And of course, it'd be remiss of me to have to have Trevor Lawrence my MVP and not have him win this game. So for me, the Jags get the win. Um, next up, though, is a game in Minnesota as the Vikings host the Bucks. Oh. Yeah, another game I'm not interested in in any way, shape or form, just because I, I don't really want to watch a team that's led at quarterback by Baker Mayfield. Um, I don't know about the Bucks. They're, they're in their post-Tom Brady era now. Um, they were so poorly coached last year. They were a massive disappointment. I thought for Brady's last season, to bring him back with that coaching system, an offense that just looked like a mess, and a defense that wasn't what it was two or three years ago. Um, I like the Vikings personally. I I think they'll win the NFC North. As I said about the Lions being the favourites, I, I I think the Vikings have got slightly more balanced team. Their defense was atrocious last year, but um, they uh, decided to poach a guy that both Andy and I will know very well in Brian Flores um, as a defensive coordinator, and I I think there'll be improvements on that that side of the ball big time. Uh, Kirk Cousins had his best season I think in the league he was really really good even in the playoff game he played very well and sadly again for that rubbish defense was the reason they lost to the Giants um, and I like I like Matheson at running back I, I don't see any problems there Jordan Addison coming in as the wide receiver he's third on the depth chart I don't read it too much into that I think he's going to come in and make a big impact obviously they've still got Justin Jefferson they've just given um, Hawkinson a massive new deal there's lots of talent on that team. Um, the Bucks less so. I think they're in um, they're sort of in rebuild mode at the moment. They're not quite the Cardinals, but they're in rebuild mode. So I I I think the Vikings will win this game. I'm going for the shock. I'm going for the Buccaneers to win this game. Now I know what you're thinking if you are listening at home is that why is a guy who's put Addison as Rookie of the Year, Jefferson as uh, Offensive Player of the Year, and Vikings NFC Champions? Why not put the Vikings to win this game? Especially as you had Buccaneers finishing fourth. But I think. I think we saw the Jacks a couple of years ago win their first game and not win any for, I believe, for a lot of the rest of the season. And I think that the Buccaneers may have the same thing. I think they'll, with Bacon Mayfield come in, and have the honeymoon period will kick in, they'll win their first game, maybe they won't win their next five or six after that. And I think the Vikings may be the opposite. They may have a, a slow start, a difficult start, but ultimately come through and win the division. 
So I think for that reason, I'm going to put Buccaneers to win this game, which I know may not happen. But I think, again, going back to the whole week one thing, it's almost a different season, a different sport for the rest of the year. I think week one such a different anomaly. So I think that could be the week that the Buccaneers could shock some people. Um, now, next up is the game in New Orleans as the Saints take on the Titans. Oh, this is a tough one to call. Um, two teams, I think, are pretty level in terms of their, their quality. Two relatively even, again, I think the quarterbacks are a similar ability. I probably have Derek Carr slightly above Ryan Tannehill. Um, but even so, um, the Saints, I, the two teams are just, I can't read, but either of them. Um, the Titans, I'm not quite sure what they're doing. Um, they've brought Hopkins in as a guy to give Tannehill some some options at wide receiver. Um, they they seem to keep bringing in players on defense that don't seem to work out and then shipping them out and same on offense. Um, Derek Henry still seems to be a, a key player, but how long is he going to be there before he's traded away? It feels like he's going to be the Christian McCaffrey this year and he'll get shipped off before the trade deadline. Um, so I, I can't really read the, the, um, the Titans as for the saints. I don't really rate the coach. I'm not all that keen on Derek Carr. I, I think their defense has had their best days behind them. I love Olave, the um, wide receiver. Um, he's one of the highlights of the team. Um, but I'm not all that sold on either team. I think the Saints will win it this this game, but I think it'll be a low-scoring, not particularly exciting affair. I think maybe something like 14, 14-10 or something to the Saints. Yeah, I think this game could be one of the more boring ones. And I think that, as you say, both teams are quite similar. But I think there's one big difference is difference in head coaching between Dennis Allen and Mike Rabel. And that's why I've gone for the Titans to win this game. I think they may just, in a, again, I think they may, Derek Henry might be one of the stars of the week. And I think that, sure, I think Mike Rabel will just outcoach uh, Dennis Allen on this one. And um, yeah, going to give them the win. Um, next game involves your team, Freddie, as Pittsburgh Steelers host the San Francisco 49ers. Another one that's really interesting to call because, again, the 49ers are a really, really good team. There's no debating that. They've got great players on both sides of the ball. There's some questions, though. Um, how fit is Brock Purdy? Is he actually 100%? We don't really know. Um, have teams figured him out? Was he a one-season wonder? Again, don't really know. How is his development going to go into season two? Obviously, the the Niners had Trey Lance below um, Sam Darnold on their... Um, on their rankings before they traded off Lance to the Cowboys. So maybe Sam Darnold will uh, surprise us at some point in the season. Um, but that quarterback situation worries me. Um, obviously, we don't know if George Kittle's going to play. He's got some injury concerns. Nick Bosa is obviously, he's holding himself out at the moment. So we don't really know if he's going to play. If he's not training today, um, the likelihood is he may not. But who knows? Um I'm surprised the Niners aren't paying him what he wants. I think pretty much every team in the league would pay Nick Bosa pretty much anything he wants and more. Um, and uh, they're coming up against a team with the one player on defence who's arguably better than Nick Bosa and TJ Watt. Um, obviously, I would say that I'm a Steelers fan, so there's a slight bias there. But uh, yeah, I think um, on the Steelers' perspective, there's a lot of hype about Kenny Pickett and his development. Um, George Pickens is obviously a, a, a freak of nature. Um, but can he deliver that consistently? Again, we're asking questions about Deontay Johnson, who didn't have a receiving touchdown last season. Can he go back to a a, a form that can build up? But they've obviously got Frymouth, um, Washington. They've brought in the tight end, who's a good red zone threat. Um, 
Najee Harris was injured for a lot of last season and wasn't quite himself. So again, can he develop? Um, there's lots of talent on that offense. And obviously on defense, you've got the obvious, you've got the Highsmiths, the TJ Watts, the Minka Fitzpatrick's, the Cam Haywards. The list goes on and on and on and on. Um, and they've brought in some some big depth players as well. Mid-linebacker was an issue, so they completely decked that team and rebuilt that. The cornerbacks, again, was another position that was weak. They brought in Patrick Peterson for some experience. Um, they went in and they bought, they drafted um, Joey Porter Jr. as well. Um, so it's a completely new secondary, completely new mid-linebacker team. Um, but we'll see how this works. I think the Steelers' last two seasons have won in Buffalo and one in Cincinnati. Um, so they're, they're used to playing the top teams in the first week and winning. Um, so I'm going to be biased here and say the Steelers win. I think, again, this is going to be quite a low-scoring game, um, a game of attrition. But I think the Steelers will just come out on top. I've got the Steelers as well. For everything you've said, um, and the 49ers actually have only won one of their last three week one games. Um, they've only, So I think they are a team that I think has recently anyway showed that they do struggle early on. And I think the Steelers, you say, the big wins they've got in recent years against Buffalo, as you mentioned, and I, I think I think there'll be a team that gets a win. And I think that the Niners will ultimately have a better season. But I think for week one, I think the Steelers could, could do them here. Um, next up is in Washington as probably the, the least sexy game of the week as the Commanders take on the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really want to talk about this too much. The the Commanders should win this game fairly handsomely. I like, I actually like what they're doing in the, in Washington. Obviously, the off season stuffs finally, or the off field stuffs finally over. No more Snyder, thank goodness. Um, and I think that's actually going to give the whole team on the field a big lift as well. Um, there's lots of raving reports about Sam Howell, so I'd like to see how that's going to go. Um, and the Cardinals are a complete mess, so com- commanders for me all the, all the way. Yeah, I'm the same. And I think if Kylemo was playing, I would have them get the edge because it was, you know, Sam Howell's first real go at the, the start of only maybe some teething problems. But I think looks like it's going to be somehow against Clayton Tune, and no one's even seen have a single down in the NFL in a regular season game. So, yeah, the commanders for me. Um, and for the same reason, I've got the Ravens beating the Texans in our next game. I think TJ Stroud, I think, will be the best of the bunch in terms of the quarterbacks this year. Whilst I think long-term, actually, Stetson Bennett may be the answer, I don't know. But um, I think for this one, it'll be just too much for him in week one against a John Horrible, their defence, and I think Baltimore are going to get the win. Um, how about you, Freddie? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not as big on Baltimore as some I've seen in predictions. I think they'll be bottom of the AFC North. Again, I don't think that's a bad thing. It's a very strong division, um, but I, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I haven't seen Lamar Jackson last a full season for a while. He keeps coming back and doesn't play 17 games. Um, they've obviously got a new offensive coordinator in. How's that going to work? Not sure. Um, this is a tough game for them too because CJ Stroud's obviously big, big player, uh, big improvement on Davis Mills, even as a rookie, I would say. Um, and Will Anderson on that on that defense gives them a pass rush option um, on a defense that actually I thought the Texans' defense was pretty good last year. Um, performed much better than I was expecting and kept them in games for in matches that they just had no right at all to to be involved in. Um, I I think the Texans will surprise a few people this season, even this season with a rookie quarterback. I think this is one game too much for them. I've I've got the Ravens winning, but only only by a touchdown. Yeah, but it wouldn't shock me if this is one of the least exciting games. Uh, I I think I think it's good as well as well drilled 
as the Ravens are under Harbaugh. I don't know whether they're the most exciting team to watch. Now, Lamar Jackson has his moments, uh, but I think after a while, comes a point where that kind of pullback, it does sort of lose its uh, the novelty. I don't know what it is, but uh, I just think that... Um, I, I don't think... I think had him third in my AFC North prediction, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, but I, I think ultimately, I don't think they'll be as good as people think, as you say. Um, and their next game is another NFC North battle. As the Packers take on the Bears at Soldier Field, how are you feeling about that one, Freddie? This is Jordan Love against Justin Fields. Um, yeah, one one I I don't really know. Again, there's there's so many games this week that feel like fifty fifties for me. I I I don't know. Um, again, the Bears have have, have spent big this this off season because they have the most money to spend, so they have. Um, and obviously they've brought in some big names, um, DJ Moore, for example, um, Chase Claypool, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and, and others. And um, they've built a good roster. Um, the Packers, again, I think people are sleeping on them. I like Jordan Love. Um, there was a couple of guys that came through and burst onto the scene last year. Um, in their, well, it felt like a rebuilding year. I'm going to call it that. Um, and it feels like it could be another rebuilding year this year for them to go on into the future and um, and develop. I don't know, really. I'll go home advantage and say a narrow Bears win, but I, I think this is very 50-50. Yeah, I've got the Bears as well. I actually think it won't be as 50-50 as you think. I think they may win more comfortably. Um, I'm still yet to see Matt LaFleur without Aaron Rodgers, and I think there's Definitely potential for him to be, you know, one of those head coaches that get carried by a certain quarterback, and I do worry about that for him. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I'm not the biggest Matt Eberflus fan, so I don't think it'll be. The, I don't know, but I, I do think that the Bears are ultimately in. I think that Fields and more connection will be a lot more stable than Love and Watson. So I think Bears will get the win, uh, but I don't think either team will make the playoffs come you know week 18. So I think both teams may still struggle regardless of this game. Um, next game, two teams that struggled last year a lot in the Raiders and the Broncos. Uh, I've gone for the Broncos to win this game. Um, I just think that I do have Wilson improving this year, and I think Peyton will get the best out of him. If he doesn't, I don't think anyone will at this point. And I think the Broncos ultimately beat a what is probably one of the worst teams in the entire AFC this year in the uh, Raiders. How are you seeing it, though, Freddie? Agree. Move on. <laughs> <Completely. laughs> That's all we need. Um, next game is a game between the NFC champions Philadelphia Eagles against the New England Patriots in New England um well the, the thing you would say is Eagles win but they've lost their offensive coordinator they've lost their defensive coordinator they've completely revamped their defense um and week one against the coach who knows what he's doing when it comes to drilling a team ready for a season um I don't know. I think the Patriots are going to be a bit more interesting to watch this year. Again, they're in a really difficult division themselves. Um, I think the NFC East is also really strong. Um, the NFC is not great, but the NFC East itself has got a, a commander's team I think will do better than expected. Eagles obviously won the conference last year. They're a very good team. The Cowboys are always there or thereabouts. And the Giants were a very, very well coached. So there's four good teams there. Um, and obviously the AFC East is exactly the same. Um, I think the Eagles will just have a bit too much for the Patriots, but again, this is one I could see being an upset. Actually, no, do you know what? I haven't had an upset of the week Whoa, yet. There we go. I'm going for it. I, I reckon the Patriots will win this week. Okay. 
Um, I mean, it wouldn't shock me. Um, I think there's definitely a lot of teams have this Super Bowl hangover, whether you're the team that competed it or you're the team that won it. I think there's definitely a lot of teams. I think the Eagles, especially with a lack of the last loss of coordinators, and maybe being maybe one year too much for the likes of Graham Cox and um, Kelsey. Maybe they had their good year last year, they, but at the same time, I've, I've got the Eagles winning it. I just think that ultimately, I think it's a new coordinator for the Patriots as well with uh, Bill O'Brien there rather than Patricia. And I just, I just don't know. I think that Patriots still, you know, potentially finish fourth with a nine and eight record winning season. Uh, but I just think week one, Eagles will have too much and they'll ultimately get the win here. Um, now, next game is one that I obviously got a lot of invested interest in. Uh, it's the Dolphins taking on the Chargers. Now, I am in America and due to being with four, three of the friends, only one of them being an NFL fan, it may be hard to watch the entire of the Sunday slate, um, especially if I'm going to San Diego Zoo that day. Uh, but I will make sure I will watch this game. So I have a lot of interest in this one, a lot of focus on this one. And I hopefully, and I think, I'll be seeing my team get the win. I've got the Dolphins beating the Chargers. Um, I know we lost them last year in the same place, but I'm very confident of a win. Uh, I don't rate Stadia at all. Um, and I think there'll be, again, new sort of teasing problems potentially with new coordinators as well, getting used to that. And I just think that our team's improved on defence, mainly through Vic Fangio, and I think he will improve that massively. And I just think on the offence side of things, I just feel that, We've got a lot more, and you're know, dealing with a rookie wide receiver, you know, and Keenan Allen's getting older. And I just think that week one, we'll have the confidence on, and we'll get the win ultimately. But for you, Freddie, uh, who's going to win this week one clash? I've only picked one away, Teep. I've just going through my list and thinking I've only seen one away win so far. And that was the Jags winning in Indianapolis. So um, I agree. I think the Dolphins will win this game. I, I so what it is about the Chargers, on defence they look loaded, on offence they look loaded. They add talent every single year, and yet for some reason it just doesn't work. And um, that happened with the fit in the Philip Rivers era, it's happening now. I agree, I'm not sold on Brandon Staley, he's thrown away so many matches now, it's it's becoming a bit ridiculous. I was a bit surprised they decided to keep him this year. Um, they've brought Kellen Moore in as an offensive coordinator, who I think did a very good job in, in Dallas. Um, so I'm interested to see how he gets on um, with this offense and Justin Herbert. Um, but I, 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 I'm not, again, I'm not massively sold on the Dolphins, um, mostly through their quarterback. Um, I've always been a big Chua fan, but I haven't seen his development yet um, from to being that top quarterback that's going to lead the Dolphins to the, the AFC title, um, which everyone's contending for in such a loaded, in such a loaded conference. You need to be as good as you possibly can. That being said, though, Hill and Waddle are a good defence. It's going to take you a long way. I think the Dolphins can definitely be a playoff team. So, um, yeah, Finns for me to win in LA. Fantastic. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> um, final three games, our last Sunday will, will be the 9.25 slate for us UK fans as the Rams travel to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Um... Again, I'm tempted to go away win just to um up my up my away win rate. <laughs> but uh I, I like I like the Seahawks. They've added in they went for JSN and um the rookie wide receiver um to add to already a very good wide receiver room. We all like Tyler Lockett and DJ Metcalf. Um they had a very good offensive line last year with Charles Cross coming in as the first round pick. Um and they they look very solid. Um They've got a good run game with Kenneth Walker and the new rookie. Um, so that that offense looks really well drilled. 
I'm not sure Gino is going to be quite the guy he was last year, but I still think he's going to deliver very well. And I quite like their defense. So I think the Seahawks are a well-rounded team. I wouldn't be surprised if they win the NFC West, which is not, again, not a great division. Um, the Rams are an unknown entity. We don't know what Matt Stafford's like. We don't really know what they're doing. Again, they feel like a team that um, had their Super Bowl win and, and this is now their second year of suffering. Um, I just I just can't see them being that competitive. So Seahawks for me. Yeah, I've got Seahawks as well. I think they'll just beat up too much for the Rams in this game. Um Sunday Night Football, we're once again treated to a Dallas Cowboys Giants primetime game. Um, but actually for once, actually it's a good it's a good uh, matchup this time. Uh, in New York, uh, who's gonna win that one, Freddie? Um well the Cowboys haven't lost the Giants in a long time. I think Prescott hasn't lost to the Giants since twenty sixteen. Um, the, the Cowboys have lost to them, but Prescott himself hasn't lost for six, seven years. So um, he's he's got a very good record against the New York Giants. Um, I've told you what I said about the Giants earlier when we talked about the NFC East. I think they're a really well-drilled team. I'm, I'm sure they'll be in the playoffs. Whether they win this division, I don't know. I don't think the Eagles will. The thing with the NFC East is the same team doesn't win the division every year. So I think it'll be one of the Cowboys or the Giants. Um, I've gone with the Cowboys. Um, but I think all three of those teams will be in the playoffs. In this game, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, you're right. We've seen so many NFC East primetime games, you think, why are we watching this? But actually, again, this is a really good game. Um, I think, again, good fun to watch, and the Cowboys will come out on top. Yeah, I've got Dallas as well. Um, I, I'm i not sure whether the Giants can do it again, but it wouldn't shock at the same time if they have another good year. Uh, but a part of me thinks that they may have another year where they may be I don't know, get eight or nine wins, maybe miss out on the playoffs. I don't think they'll be a four-win team or five-win team. I just don't know whether they'll have enough to make the playoffs. I'm not sure. Uh, but they've got Saquon Barkley playing for now. Jones has been paid, you know, and Dable did a great job. And I believe he got coach of the year. So, uh, yeah, it was a good season for them. And I, I can see him having a good year. But I think this teams have got better around them in their, in their conference. So I, I'm not sure if they will. But I think they'll still be good regardless. Now, from one New York team to the other, from Monday Night Football Clash, as the Jets take on the Buffalo Bills in New York. I'm going to be honest here. I don't think the Jets is going to work. I'm, I've seen so many people go on about how wonderful Aaron Rodgers is going to be. He's got a clean slate of health. He's going to be fine. He's He's got new motivation. He's a new team. He's excited. I don't know. I lo- their defence is great. Don't get me wrong. Their defence is really good, but I, I don't know if that offense is going to click. Um, I can't. I can't really see it. Um, and the Buffalo Bills are one of the most well-rounded teams in in the AFC. I, I'm not sure the Bills are quite as good as they have been in the last two or three years. And um, Stefan Diggs has obviously had some off-season concerns. He was not particularly happy. Um, uh, I saw various comments from him over over the off-season. Um, but the Bills are still the Bills. They're still a good team. Whilst Josh Allen Diggs is still there and. But um, it's still p- pulling the shots. The Bills are going to be a good team. They're not a very good week one team. They do tend to struggle first week. Um, but I'm really not sold on the Jets at all. So I'm going for the Bills to win this game. Right. Okay. And it's our fifth of the of the episode where we've got different teams. I've got the Jets winning this game. Um, now everyone knows from our predictions episode, I've got the Jets winning it all uh, as well as the division. Um, and I am buying into the hype. Um, again, I mentioned before, but you know, to go seven and nine with that quarterback room they had with Brees Hall injured, to have Rodgers there now, Brees Hall fit for the whole year, and Alvin Cook, and have that good defence, I think their team are going to do really well. And 
Buffalo, as you mentioned, I forgot about this. They're, they've had some really bad recent results in week one. So, yeah, I think the Jets are going to win this game. And I think it's going to be the honeymoon period is going to carry on in week one for the Jets. Um, but that is the end of our predictions. We've got, as mentioned just then, we've got five teams different. Um, so my winners are the Lions, the Falcons, the Browns, Jags, Buccaneers, Titans, Steelers, Commanders, Ravens, Bears, Broncos, Eagles, Dolphins, Seahawks, Cowboys and Jets. Whereas Freddie has gone for the Chiefs, Falcons, Browns, Jaguars, uh, Vikings, Saints, Steelers, Commanders, Ravens, Bears, Broncos, Patriots, Dolphins, Seahawks, Cowboys and the Bills. And of course, as we did last season, we'll have a leaderboard with all of our guests from week one to 18. And we'll have an ultimate winner this year. Of course, the winner last year was Paul Hope. But this year, we're hoping our guests who come on will be hoping uh, to be beating that record and winning the what is a lack of prize. But either way, I think pride is the ultimate prize in this in this prediction episode. But in the meantime, um, thank you, Freddie, for coming on this episode today. No problems at all. Um, and enjoy, enjoy the uh, enjoy a Thursday afternoon football uh, tomorrow night whilst we're watching it all in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Um, you know, it's I did it last year's bit as well, where you know I was in being in Seattle when I first got there last year. I remember watching, I think it was Niners Broncos at five thirty in the afternoon. I remember being really weird watching it in daylight and knowing it was dark and also knowing in the UK I'd be watching it probably in the morning having recorded a result not knowing the score and yeah I'm looking forward to that and then going to a couple of games with uh, Naeem who is a regular on our Eurotrips podcast uh, both involving the Giants weirdly enough in Arizona and San Francisco and it's gonna be nice watching those games like I did last year around midday which is always a really good thing because it gets after a while the late nights do take it out of you so I'm looking forward to that I'm looking forward to the season in general um, but yeah this has been the Across the Pod NFL podcast. I've been Andy, this has been Freddie, and we will see you guys for our next season preview.